so it was i think our our determination of how we saw this category in our minds and thought that how it should look after 5 years so to achieve that and for that to happen we had taken that on our shoulders to make it happen right so even though it was a desert we were making sure that we are going to create skyscrapers out of nothing which exists today this week's guest on questions i wanted to ask are two very inspiring founders of brands like beardo willin and now rene cosmetics ashutosh walani and priyanksha this conversation with them is not just like a masterclass on how to market homegrown brands but also a much deeper understanding of how to create something that does not exist earlier ashutosh priyanka and i spoke about all of this their friendship how they operate together and things i've learned from both of them over the years i've known them this is a very very interesting episode for anyone who wants to understand building a brand uh, being an entrepreneur and the journey that any entrepreneur goes through uh ashutosh and priyank welcome to questions i wanted to ask thank you so much for agreeing to do this after a very very long chase especially when both of you are coming together to do this thanks a lot anshu i think it's uh, all our pleasure being here yeah thank you thank you for having us i think um, i think the best uh, of the best interviews come after a long wait right so that's all absolutely in fact priyank was priyank was telling me just before we started recording this that he's never you guys have done very few ones together like you normally give uh, separately does does that happen or you always give together yeah no we i think we always give uh, i think this is our second interview together uh, uh, like he, he, he's he's our, yeah <laughs> ashutosh has been always uh, you know our speech man when it comes to speeches and all i like to be in the shadows <laughs> so yeah thank you so much it means that you know it's a very very special interview and i'm you know uh, all through these years i've had the opportunity to work with the both of you very very closely at different stages of my career and you know there was this been so much of learning involved that it's you know anybody who i feel that you know some of the some of the best branding that has ever happened in the retail business has happened on brands like beardo uh, so i i'm just very excited to to talk about everything that as well as the 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 individuals that the two of you are and how you've managed to build whatever you've built uh, tell me something beardo villain now rene what phase of life is it like as maddening as what it used to be during the beardo days or now you guys have just like calmed down and like things are at a much uh, better pace yeah so i think uh, it is even worse now so i mean worse in a in a much better way uh, uh, very weird to use both of these words in in a, in a single sentence because i think beardo was always our first baby right where we were out there to prove something so it sure. was really fast and it was really quick there were a lot of things that we were also learning along the way right and i think um, after beardo for you know villain rene i think that became much more streamlined right and a lot of processes came into place and that actually made us um, much better in understanding how what has to be done certain things take a certain amount of time uh, with which now we are okay with previously we we actually weren't okay and we really wanted everything yesterday right yeah. so i think that has changed i think that that understanding has really come in and i think that has really helped me and priyank you know build you know better businesses much faster now interesting interesting tell me you know uh, ashutosh both you guys are known to be like the masters of branding and and this is a personal experience i know that there's nobody else in the in the business of retail brands who understands digital marketing or actually content like the two of you right uh, priyank 
I'm I'm going to divert the question to you. You guys actually, a lot of people don't know that before Beardo, you guys had, you know, uh, a venture before and a lot of your learnings came from there. So people who think that Beardo was your first venture and then you succeeded, it's actually not true. You had a lot of learnings before that venture also, right? Uh, what was that and what were the learnings there that you actually put into Beardo to make it what it is today? Absolutely, Anshu. Uh, before uh, Beardo came into existence in 2015, late 2015, uh, me and Ashutosh both uh, were hustlers. Okay, it was like street street salesmen kind of people we were. Back in 2010, we had a very uh, quirky website. Uh, that was the first uh, basic step uh, to come into this e-commerce industry, which was termed as achkiitem.com. Okay, <laughs> I know the name sounds a little uh, quirky, but I think at that point of time, uh, that was what it was selling. So the overall concept was uh, to give one day, one day, kind of uh, overall, uh, you know, feed to these consumers because people were very fa fairly new to the e-com as an industry. Plus, uh, getting uh, payments and everything online also was really a task at that point of time in 2010-11. And we both were also new and the overall industry was booming. So at that point of time, we thought of getting into e-commerce space. But it was not only e-commerce space, but at the end of the day, you had to also sell. What would sell? How would it sell? And you have to pre-plan. Because, you know, most of the time we were uh, relied on multiple uh, people. May it be uh, vendors from China or Mumbai or from uh, multiple uh, industries. The reliability was not. Okay, at that point of time, we understood what would work and what would not work and what we should rely on. And that was the existence uh, of uh, our own mindsets that let's build a brand no matter what. At the end of the day, we don't just want to be a trader. We want to create something. At the end of the day, we all can be replaceable. But yes, brand would never be replaceable. We remain or not, but the brand would remain for sure. And that was the Eureka moment for us that we thought, okay, let's let's try and build a brand. Before Beardo, we tried and build multiple brands which did not succeed. But yeah, uh, Beardo was our first uh, baby which uh, we gave all of our hearts and soul to, and thought of let's let's jump into this no matter what. Let's do it. So that's how the overall feel or maybe the overall uh, understanding of the market came. So it was like five years of our blood and sweat kind of thing, literally, <laughs> which came uh, into existence and that's how Beardo came into the play. Interesting. And this is all the while, were you, you, you actually started that while you guys were in college together, right? We had yeah, just passed out. Yeah, just yeah. passed out. It, it was my last year and Ashutosh just finished his uh, yeah, master's. So you're literally like your early 20s. And for the next couple of years you guys just probably created brands or whatever like as Piyank said which did not work how was it like those five, four five years when whatever you created did not work how what like what were the thoughts what were you thinking at that time so I think uh, previously right so since since Priyank said uh, since since 2010-11 what we used to do were we were not out to create brands right we were out to trade products right so we were sure. uh, we were sourcing products and and you know then actually going to the marketplaces and actually selling them there was there was this funny moment where um, we used to buy products from one shop and on the same street down the line we used to go and sell it for a rupee or a two rupee or a five rupee margin, right? But you know there was a lot of um, uh, you know there was a lot of volume happening, 
and we used to really have fun right so we used to probably start our day in the morning uh, go to the streets like uh, like literally go to a wholesaler buy the whole bulk so then on that whole street we never used to own a shop right we were only virtual we were only on online so most of the stocks we used to sell online right now rest of the stocks which was now with us we used to sell it at a premium at the same street level to all the shops but but in a much smaller volumes right but then we used to liquidate the stocks really fast right so that was what we were really really um, skillful at because we we would understand of what people are looking for what are the price points we could really charge and while we were doing this we actually started controlling the prices of certain commodity goods right like let's say for an example there was there was a time when we used to control the prices of yoga mat uh, which went out here uh, online and and on those particular streets those b2b challenge streets right um, uh, so i wouldn't say that we we did not succeed our focus was not to really create a brand then our focus was to uh, churn around products as as fast as possible um, and earn profits. out of that that trading yeah, yeah and and you know earn earn profits as a business it was much mm-hmm. later on that we realized that the real money is actually not in trading it's in creating a value out of a business out of a brand name right and that's what happened interesting and that kind of uh, so that kind of laid the foundation of whatever then you finally went on to create uh, beardo with uh, tell me so when you first thought of uh, you know starting beardo and you actually have done all this while staying in ahmedabad uh, which is which I, i think around 6 7 years back it was still very new were there thoughts that okay if you are going to operate from here uh, you know how are we going to be left behind because amdavad what at that point of time wasn't the destination for creating today of course you can create from any part of the country right but you guys literally started that try, trend didn't you kind of worry about those parts uh, maybe i'll i'll just uh, want to add your something uh, see most of the industry uh, if you see in terms of pharma or maybe consumer durable industry most of the industry have been uh, taken their birth here okay so what we feel is it's always a land of opportunity plus in terms of uh, the overall vibe here in terms of mindset are pretty sorted so when it comes to uh, doing business the ease of having business here have always been uh, fundamentally well for us because you know a lot many things can happen here because there is ease of time resources maybe you can uh, at least conclude Eight to ten meetings here, wherein in Mumbai or maybe other metros, we can only conclude two or three meetings because of the constraints and all of that other factors. So what we've always seen this as an opportunity because you have much time to think for brand for yourself for a lot many things rather than just getting into that other detailing. Yeah, so just to, yeah, yeah, so just to add to that point, right? So what me and Priya actually figured out is that if we are doing something new. for which we don't find the resource the or, or the right resource or the or the skill set why not hire our own friends right and teach them right while we are doing that create an atmosphere just like it was back in college days have yeah. this fun atmosphere to work at while while everybody is learning from each other right even us right for that matter so we were learning from each other while we were having fun and while we were building this brand so what happened suddenly was everybody was really living their work right so uh, right instead of coming to work they used to stay at work and then go home for you know some time and then come back so there were days where we were 16 hours 18 hours at office we used to play some sport or we used to just you know chill around probably you uh, do a lot of brainstorm sessions and i think most of the ideas really came out of those particular discussions rather than concentrating on what should be the target what should be the num- uh, what should be the number now because there was this close knit group around 
it became very easy for us to trust, right? Because trust factor is something that comes in, the understanding that that comes in much easier because all of us have been friends for more than like uh, like a couple of decades now. So I think that really played a factor uh, for, for our growth as well. Interesting. You know, this reminds me of uh, something, you know, when I was working with you on Beardo and we were working on a couple of projects, uh, Beardo, in fact, when it was launched, the look and feel of it was so international that it was quite amazing. I don't know how you guys had that foresight to create that kind of a brand. And what was interesting was all of this was done sitting in Ahmedabad. And I remember you telling me that uh, this is actually being done by a friend of yours or somebody who's then later you hired or something. Do you want to talk about how you enabled that piece of designing and creating the, the overall look for Beardo? Because it's very interesting that this was all done sitting in Ahmedabad between the vision the two of you had. Sure, I think with with the with the creatives, I think if you see this side of mine and the left side of Priya, I think that was the inspiration for the logo, really, because we always had this kind of beard, right? And I think apart from that, um, we were very very clear and you know focused on how should the brand really look like, right? It had to be inspirational. It had to be very very um, very very educative, right? Because I think a lot of acceptance of using the brand or the or the or the products of the brand will come from the right kind of language which is being spoken to the consumers, right? And which was very, very important. And I think that uh, me and Priyank were very clear because we were one of the consumers also, right? So we spoke to the consumers like we would have liked to be spoken to. Right? Priyank, just if you're to add, yeah, just to add one more thing here, uh, we used to ask questions to ourselves, me and Ashutosh both to each other that why would we want someone, uh, some brand in our wardrobe? Okay, so there has to be an inspirational value that we kept on adding constantly to the brand. And that is the reason uh, both of us have been working on the language very well. So, you know, uh, placing it internationally was uh, very important for us because then only you will have that following, which is cult in nature. Rest, you would not, would, we would have been just one other brand that no one wants to have in their wardrobe. So that was one, I think, uh, question that internally we used to discuss every day that, okay, why would you want me? What am I doing new? Or maybe what kind of language or what kind of content you want to see as a brand follower? So I think uh, being a user plus also understanding and visualizing the brand was a, a, a step that we take uh, or maybe used to take every day. So that helped us really well. Framing the overall language. Interesting. You know, coming to framing the language, uh, you guys, and I'm, I'm moving to how you guys function together. Uh, while Ashutosh generally handles the marketing part and I think you handle the other uh, 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 manufacturing in that part, right? Uh, uh, Priyank, uh, I remember sitting in a music meeting with Priyank and this was the first time I had met Priyank. Uh, Two things, I think, which was quite, quite obvious. First, immediate decision making, even though you guys are sitting in two different cities, right? Uh, there was just a strong, strong connect. And even though I will talk one thing to either of you, that message gets communicated very, very fast. I just want to understand how do you guys function when it comes to work decisions? And sensibility, sensitive uh, sensibility, also of of having a similar kind of you know uh, vision for the brand. Two questions, to but to add here, first of all, I think since two thousand and ten, we both have been sharing the cabin. So it's me and Akash. Uh, till date, we have the same cabin and the same uh, workplace that we share. There's no two different cabins. So that is the ideology wherein we both think alike because it's sure. very important 
that you cannot think north and south at same time. You have sure. to think in one direction. So one is that which has added up really well. Till date, we use the same cabin when it comes to uh, working together. Other in terms of uh, decision decision making, I think uh, it's it's very important to at least go and start with something rather than just wavering around anything or maybe just fumbling that okay what decision to make or not. I think let's let's maybe I would be more than happier to fail uh, rather than not trying. Yeah, so that is the overall mindset also that we have that let's 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 do it. It should click it one go, and if it clicks, uh, I think because we have the same kind of gut. Uh, but now, if in case it clicks, it has to go. Yeah, and also, uh, right? See, because what happens is because we have been spending so much time together, right? A, a lot of our thought processes are very very similar. Um, secondly, what we've always learned is always over communicate, right? Not to under communicate, right? So even if there is some small thing happening, we are always apprised. Of of you know what is happening in each other's life, right? Also, there is uh, the third factor which plays a really important role in 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 this friendship and in this partnership is blind trust, right? Even if somebody is doing something wrong, the other person is always there to pick it up, right? So because it's it's never going to play uh, as a blame game, but it works if something has gone wrong. Let's work to bring a solution towards it. So there is a blind trust that even if a decision is going wrong, it's all right. I am always there to back him up, or he's always there to back me up on it. So I think a, a, a call is taken, and then we follow up on that call very strong. Interesting. But do you guys have? I mean, I'm sure you have. But do you? When what happens when you guys have disagreements? Who has the final uh, say? How how do you arrive at a final say? I think uh, just just like any two men uh, who belong to this sector, right? We just we just fight it out, and then probably. end the day with a beer and then while we are having that beer is when the decision is made not during that fight right because ultimately fights are bound to happen right so we have a lot of disagreements um, not a lot actually but a few but uh, we we always make it a point that after that disagreement never to take a call right the call is always taken with very calm mind while we are having a drink or two and then probably you know discussing the pros and cons and then come to a mutual call and that has always happened and that has always worked for us Yeah. I think brand, yeah, uh, brand is above everyone is the notion that, that we both have. So what works well for brand is uh, the decision for both of us. That's how it has gone uh, since days. So no matter what uh, you may be right or wrong, that should not matter. Uh, the what is needed for the brand matters. So as as uh, as the company grows, as the brands that you are you've been putting uh, money and time into grows, there are obviously other people who come into the equation. right uh, so for example with billin you've had other investors and you know faces with rene you have ashika uh, how does that chemistry then work because till now it was only the two of you now it's another person uh, and of course somebody has to balance it somebody has to take sides how does that work uh, of course because also as a brand grows you know the requirements grows This is a very tricky question. I I will get in trouble, so I will have Priyank answer that. <laughs> I think uh, what I always feel is it's always a blessing uh, to have more people, uh, more thoughts uh, make it uh, make life uh, easier in terms of uh, brand. But uh, when it comes to uh, different mindsets, uh, what we feel is that at least uh, me, Ashutosh, and Ashka, all of us are pretty much aligned when it comes to brand, and we have the same ideology that uh, no matter what uh, brand comes first. then everyone of us so uh, there is not much yeah in terms of uh, getting products or maybe any other brand campaign and all but that's okay that's part and parcel which we feel as a blessing and maybe at a later stage it helps us a lot uh, so we we know each other better 
rather yeah, than sure. yeah yeah so that has so, been so, the blessing so i think actually that works in our favor is 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 what i just realized right because when it's me and priya the vote is one is to one right now when there is a third party the voting so the majority voting uh, um, uh, you know plan becomes easier right so that that process when when something goes to vote now we'll at least have a two is to one so so some particular matter is now being won by a majority and and not stuck or not getting stuck at one is to one ki okay ye do you want to do this or do you want to do this now now there is a voting you know amongst three of us but again uh, like like priyank said the intention is the same right the intention is to excel is to thrive is to make sure that brand is the one getting the advantage because all of us are now connected to it there is no single person getting anything more out of it because all of us have always shared equal opportunities right so i think uh, that that intention of of going forward uh, with the same vision is is really helpful so at the end of the day we all understand that even if there is a disagreement at the end of the day it is always good for the company right of the company thinking of it right I think with Beardo, Beardo and Villain, it was all black and white, and with now Rene, it's all colorful. <laughs> I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was so, coming to that. That you know, uh, having worked with the two of you, it's all very, very hardcore male. Of course, you have a lot of girls in your team, but uh, having somebody at the leadership level. Uh, so with Ashka, you got that in Rene, right? Where you had a woman who who's at par with you guys. How does that work? How does the, how do the equations change when you have a woman? at the leadership level leading the uh, you know the brand and the company what are the positives let's so think you know like yeah so i think there are very very less negatives trust me on it right because what happens is sure. me and priyank get to do what we really like right except here we are not really in charge of the new product developments because we don't understand colors we don't understand the products right that well but we do understand marketing we we do understand the business side of it we we do understand offline operations finance right So then, sure. what happens is Priyank and I actually get to do uh, with full freedom what we love, and then Ashka comes and takes over a part of the business that also we used to handle, but which she really understands better than us, right? In this case, so this actually becomes very easier for us, where she takes care of that particular segment, whereas me and Priyank take care of the segments that we love doing, right? So now the roles and responsibilities are equally divided, and that actually gives us more to think about, more to talk about, more to learn about also. But tell me, you know, this is just having another third partner. But do you feel that your approach in creating a retail or maybe especially a cosmetic brand, right, has changed with having a female partner in the company? Because the way a woman would think is very different than you know the the two of you would think because of pure usage or you know how even in marketing. Do you think that there is a difference between how you used to operate in Biodo for the marketing campaigns versus how you operate here with Rene? Oh yes, absolutely. Right. absolutely. Uh, Okay, what I feel for uh, the overall offline piece, uh, I'll just like to share that bit. Uh, with Beardo again, we close to uh, somewhere around thirty-five, forty thousand outlets. With Villain again, we reached around four thousand odd outlets. Rene, we are at four outlets so far. But trust <laughs> me, the overall pace that we've been working for all the brands, Rene is uh, giving us beautiful figures and beautiful. Uh, you know insights when it comes to understanding because of the overall cart value when it comes to shopping all the shoppers though it be uh, online or offline offline i think uh, all the shoppers uh, are broadly female uh, male shopping about themselves are few wherein uh, women shopping is a lot which i feel is 80% or up uh, so it has give, uh, so in terms of uh, going or growing i feel rene has more potential than all of the other brands because that's a clear leadership market that we've seen so far 
Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the consumer behavior difference, right? So if if a guy generally, right, this is in very general terms, what we had noticed from Beardo is if a guy is out to get a face wash, he'll be like, face wash, Dena, take the face wash, go away, right? But what we have seen now from from the four four outlets that has happened is the girl is there probably to window shop. She enters a uh, she enters the shop probably ends up buying a lipstick and then probably also ends up buying two three more products with it, right? So while uh, here the focus was to sell and it was very very concentrated here it is it is very holistic which is very very satisfying in a way where the intention was never to sell so many products to one person but it always ends up being that right. Because the products have also beautifully come together, thanks to Ashka, thanks to Priyank, thanks to the whole team, right, working behind it. That the products have come out so so beautiful that when a person is trying to come and buy one product, they end up probably buying three or four, right? And that is also probably the consumer difference between a Beardo and and a Rene today, right? Sure. Because they are speaking to only men. Here we are only speaking to majority of you know women. So I think that is also really working for us. And me and Priyank are the happiest, right? Because it was very difficult to sell a face wash with that. Oil be lelo. We are. It's okay. You you want to buy lipstick? You buy it, and she will be asking. Achha, I want three more products, right? And that is really fun. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. That's why I I tell a lot of people that if you want to understand insights, please sit with the, the these two boys. There's nobody better in the business who will give you insights. But you know, on that on that conversation, uh, you now you're building. I know that you're built in middle of building a couple of other things and ventures, etc. I think Ashka also you knew a lo- since a long time you know before uh, you started Rene, but just for people to understand people who get into entrepreneurship, people who start companies, what are the basics one should keep in mind when you're actually if you're blessed you will have a friend who becomes your co-founder, right? And sometimes you actually just match because of your skill sets, right? What are the things that one should keep in mind when you are actually looking to start a company? Look for in a co-founder. <laughs> no, I think uh, while searching for a co-founder, right? Uh, if they are not friends, I think there are two major things that one should look at, right? One is the mindset. That the mindset of both the co-founders have to be in sync, right? You cannot have too many differences in how you think. Second is the vision to what you want to do with the product or the company that you're working for, right? So if, if your mindset and if your wavelength and if the vision to where both of you want to get to together is is aligned i think then that co-founder really works well for 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 both of them right and i think that is very very important once i think that is said once those basics are right i think everything could be worked around right because life does not come with a set pieces where you can just you know connect and you can just move on right because i think um, we are as humans we always have to always have to improvise we always have to learn and i think once these basics are set you learn and grow together Right, so I, I'm sure Priyank and I are friends, right? But that does not mean that we always came with the same uh, same kind of uh, you know uh, lifestyle or the same kind of thought process. But our visions and our mindset in base terms of what we wanted to do were always aligned, and that is what has worked. So you don't really have to be friends for 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 that to happen. But you are always lucky to have a friend like that, right? Yeah, I mean, especially because you end up spending almost more time creating or building that brand as compared to at least in the initial stages as compared to this thing. But tell me, does that mean also that you don't have to have similar kind of lifestyle or maybe values? I mean, very different things. But yeah, lifestyle maybe not really right. Uh, there, there are so many examples right in the world with so many brands 
where uh, two or three or even five five co co founders of a particular company have had very different lifestyles. Speaking of Apple, right? Wozniak and Jobs were two very different people with two very different values with two very different backgrounds, right? But one has to lead, one has to make sure that everything is working well in the background, and that that uh, that kind of a balance has to be maintained, right? If that balance is maintained, it it does not matter, right? Because the vision for both of them was always clear of what they were trying to do, right? Uh, it's not the best example, but it is one of the biggest examples that people know and will actually connect to, right? Similarly, you will see a lot more other brands, right? Including uh, you know Microsoft or including any other brand that you speak of, you will always have people who will be thinking separately. But the vision that they have always executed for the brand that has always been aligned, right? And that is where the win is. Interesting, interesting. Another very important part uh, that's th- they say that you know when you're building a brand is having mentors around you. Did you actually have people as mentors around you when you were starting that journey of building a brand? If yes, or if no, I mean either ways. Uh, I mean, I think with the Beardo days, uh, what we did was the offline piece, which was fairly new for uh, both of us. Which uh, I picked it up as a task, and uh, uh, which which I felt that uh, you know should have a lot of potential and all. Uh, early days of Beardo, I uh, we were already in talk with Marico, and Marico uh, uh, we had a strategy tie up with Marico at in, in 2017. at that point of time uh, we were trying to also build up our offline uh, synergies and offline uh, outlets and all of that that point of time what i literally feel is that sanjay uh, from marico who heads uh, who is coo of marico at this point of time have helped us really well at least me in terms of framing the overall uh, offline piece because uh, our understanding of the offline piece was very very uh, basics and they came up and added really uh, really well in terms of the value and with that uh, we were alone able to reach out to 40000 odd outlets within span of one one and a half year which i feel uh, without that mentorship would have been little difficult for us so uh, personally in terms of that piece uh, uh, we are really thankful to that person that's May that's I... more technical sorry that's that's slightly if i have to put it that's way more okay. technical right more okay. of an okay. offline piece but uh, uh, anybody who kind of just sat sat through through your conversation said okay this is where you are this is where you might want to go and you know whenever you had dips to somebody to tell you okay no it's fine and all of that stuff no so okay so i'll i'll take that one right because i think for online or for creating a brand i think we were mavericks right it was like the wild west not a lot of people had already built a brand right yeah. first of yeah. all second is nobody really believed that uh, two boys from uh, from a city uh, that is not known as a startup hub comes yeah. out uh, and brings a brand which is going to fight with these larger people and then create their own space right because we were not getting into a category which was there and we were not trying to get a piece out of it right what uh, what priyank and i were doing were creating a category of our own right yes. which not a lot of people had done in the past and not a lot of people were attached with 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 this category so whatever was happening was a first of uh, of of its kind like a, a a lot of things right including a campaign that we did i think such a beardo which was a song right that was that was the first that we did then then there were a lot of campaign execution that was a first a lot of products that we brought were were a first right in india so i think um we were a lot of you know experimentations we were a lot of okay if we fail kind of an attitude and i think at that point of time not a lot of mentorships were there around but 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 like 
uh, but like Priyank said, right? Uh, there are key people who really helped us in understanding how we can grow faster and better. Uh, uh, some of our investors at Vcats, some of our investors and early believers at you know Marico. I think those are the people who really helped us after a certain scale to you know scale even faster and better, right? After giving us a lot of insight on data and how we should be looking at it. Till then, I think it was definitely like a, like a wild west for us. We were just yeah. exploring uh, through and through. Both of us mentored each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had. I mean, which is interesting. I mean, uh, it's always easy to build something that you can see, right? But it's always very difficult to build something that is not there. Uh, which is what my question is when you're building something which is which you cannot see or which is just in your this thing what gets you through i think that is the determination of how you see the world when you build it right mm-hmm. so it was i think our our determination of how we saw this category in our minds and thought that how it should look after 5 years so to achieve that and for that to happen we had taken that on our shoulders to make it happen right so even though it was a desert we were making sure that we are going to create skyscrapers out of nothing which exists today and that is what sure. we are trying to do and achieve right and that's what we did so i think our confidence and determination that yes we can make this happen no matter what it takes right because there was never a fallback plan there was never a plan b right either either this is it or you know that's that's all for you you know uh, and hence there was this drive that priyank and i always had to you know make this happen there was never an option to say no or or will fail it was always if we fail we'll do it again we'll try again and i think that is what uh, really uh, drove us interesting think, uh, the desire to building something uh, at the end of the day is uh, what we all uh, thrive for and uh, there is this uh, ladder to success okay so let's let's build something which is there to stay so mm-hmm. that was uh, the clear intention for both of us to create a brand and to create something which is there and which is going to make value and make life beautiful at the end of it yeah. so that was that was really yeah tell me very interesting because now what you're doing with rene is actually opposite right with beardo you created a category with rene you are actually going opposite where there is a category uh, but you are disrupting by introducing newer products and better brand and better experience and all of that uh, now in this case how do you build it what how do you see this so okay so i will i will answer a part of it and then i'll probably pass it to priyank because uh, sure. how how we see it is what we are trying to do is something we always like to do something which has never been done before right so while it is a cluttered category yes uh, we have identified a certain amount of space where there is a lot that could be done right sure. because this this particular category is only only growing by the day what we have taken upon ourselves is to bring products that people will be seeing for the first time ever right to to bring innovation to to bring new new products once again without that without that feeling of failure right that's okay even if you do but i think that is our purpose to bring this while we do this we also think that there is a lot of space because india is much bigger market than than it is today uh, which will be after 5 years right so we are looking at ourselves and seeing okay where can we be after 5 years can we again create turn this desert of being a mundane you know color cosmetic kind of a category into a very innovative very experimental very very uh, you know convenient and luxurious uh, you know kind of a le- landscape of no, uh, not i think the answer is yes and i think that is what we have taken up uh, you know upon ourselves so it is a bigger fish that we are out to catch this time around 
right priyank interesting priyank so uh, when we uh, we should not but when we uh, looked into a woman's bag we saw that okay it's it's a cluttered of product okay like let's make life simple for them as well and yeah. that's how i think uh, innovation comes into the picture because uh, what we've seen when it comes to makeup there is always this fight of selecting a right shade how do you select the right shade what product to carry in your pocket when you're going out so that's how the invention of fab five came into place like five lipstick in one okay one. what we all what we've also seen is that uh, most of the women are still trying to uh, understand what makeup is it's not that elaborated uh, in terms of uh, usage and all that's how we created like let's make your life easy let's have fab face which is like uh, your whole makeup story done with eyes lips and face you don't need to worry you don't need to match shades and all so i think that question again uh, here that let's let's simplify it and let's make it better because we are not one of the brand who's going to come up with thousand shade uh, saying that okay now we are better than this and that that's not us let's let's make it better is what uh, the overall fundamental of our company is at this point of time and that is uh, working really well and i think that should uh, work well for us as well I think it's also one of my favorite. I was telling this to Ashutosh the other day. It's also one of my favorite products, the Fab Five thing. Uh, it it solves a lot of problems actually. Uh, <laughs> coming back to uh, coming back to my question, and this is to both of you, and you can choose to answer one by one. Uh, I consider you guys as somebody who understand content and the space of digital marketing very very well. Yes, we've spoken on how you've learned those things, right? But now with with so much of information so many kind of courses so many of you know different things required whether for anybody who's in the business of content entertainment creators uh, marketers what are those four or five important things that are required whether it's through courses or that you know that you can learn of course there is something called as your own intuition that nobody can like you know teach you but uh, ashutosh maybe you can start with that what are those four or five important things that one can really learn and you know be better at whether you're a creator or you're a marketer either of it see i think uh, point number 1 is always to understand what user or who is your user right who are you speaking to as a brand or right or as a product or or as a company uh, you you have to understand the demographics really well right once you have that then you create a level 2 where where you try to reach to them with the right kind of channels or via the right channels right so you can't have your audience in an instagram and then be marketing them on a snapchat right so 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 that understanding of who your user is what or where that user is spending most of their time what is the kind of content that that particular user is actually consuming so then try to create that kind of a content and give them for consumption right and then probably will give you the insight on whether all of this is working for you or not and if these three four points are not really working for you you get on the sketchboard and see what you can do differently or maybe uh, you need to change your strategy a little bit i think these are the three four points which which i would think are 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 very very um, important when when you start something right So I think this is how I put it. Very anything simple. from a skill perspective, Ashutosh, that marketers or creators need to understand, like any skill that they think is important. If you think, or there could be nothing. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I think see, for a digital first brand, it is very, very imperative to understand how do you performance market, right? How do you market to get an ROI out of whatever activity you are doing? To to do that, you have to understand data. For that, you have to make sure that you 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 learn Google Analytics. 
you learn how to market on facebook and instagram and the snapchat and the tinders of the world you learn to market how do you use these tools these google tools these keyword tools to your advantage to target it better right so i think these are certain skill sets that you should definitely take a course on you should learn even if not to do it on your own but just to understand so that you have better insights on what you're doing uh, and whether it is working or not from from yeah. my perspective uh, what i feel is a piece of content is always where i want to stop watch it and second part is i'll want to add it to my cart that's how i see this business uh, really straight up that yes there has to be a wow factor why would i want to spend my time on that piece of content and it really has to instigate me to buy if that is not uh, answering i would uh, not really want to uh, you know go ahead with that piece of content i think for me ashutosh and ashka at this point of time is the same thing that yes this piece of content is adding value and would at least add value to us as well let's go ahead ashutosh next question because i know you work more on the creator side of thing and this is something that you know just came to my mind but which is a very very important question you work you you work with creators and you work on content a lot right uh, and i know how you think in terms of your content like for you content is first you will place the brand very nicely but it's always the content uh, what is it that you would expect from creators or influencers now when they do uh, brand marketing right through their platform what are the kind of changes do you expect or what are the things that you think that that can become make them better because this is also you know this has become like a like a place of confusion where brands are saying creators are just doing plain jane marketing and creators are saying brands are giving us you know briefs which doesn't work right, right. how how do you kind of come to a consensus in a situation like this i think uh, now what has to happen is this right um, previously what used to happen was brand used to go with a mentor to an agency right then agency used to uh, you know copy that mentor and go to these influencers and then influencers used to give the deliverables and you know that was how the transaction used to happen but now what is happening is because of the empowerment of the digital age there are a lot of more brands coming in so this process has really become tedious and and people are not well none of these people are actually getting what they want right the influencers are actually not getting the right products to partner with the brands are not getting the right influencers to partner with the agencies are not able to do this faster i think what has to happen now is a brand partnership between influencers and the brands to work together and come to a piece of content by understanding of who does that influencer is followed by and and for a brand to know okay is that the right influencer is yes if yes then what is the kind of content that she should be bringing out to the people that follow her or him right uh, so i think the brand partnerships have to get stronger with the influencers and both of them have to come together brainstorm together to They create the content right rather than me just sending your product and you just saying okay this is the best product right and and that is also not the truth so there has to be a, a level or or there has to be a category whether influencer why marketing should also give a truthful um, you know insight on what she or he also thinks of that particular product or they think of that particular product right i think it's very important that this has to now be a part of the process where influencer without any uh, you know reservation can also rate a product even though they have active partnerships with the brand though it may be biased a little bit obviously because that balance has to be maintained because otherwise the influencers and and the brand can't really come together but i think that section has to be there where they can be a little bit frank about how or what they feel about the product which is not happening anymore which we see a lot often where the influencer is just coming and just probably putting up the product because that's what the brand wants and it's not clear right so i think this is how i would put it 
work together, come together, understand what the product is, understand what the audience is and how they should be targeted, right? Okay. Priyank, my next question, and this is more or less the last part of the question from uh, the content marketing perspective. Since you kind of deal a lot more on the offline you know, part of the this thing. Do you think that there is a difference? Earlier, there used to be big stars and their faces, etc., on the on the creatives, etc. Do you think now with these creators, influencers coming in, that's making a difference in the offline sales, or it's only only left to uh, this thing? And you can choose to choose to be uh, <laughs> yeah, politically I, correct. I'm, I'm going to be honest on this piece of it. Uh, yes, uh, till date, uh, it is a celebrity-driven market, uh, no matter what, if in case it is online or offline. Uh, yes, celebrities do drive the market and that is upfront uh, truth for all of us as an industry. So, uh, that is absolutely uh, correct. Uh, in terms of, yes, now honest reviews about the product and all, I think celebrities have also gone uh, forward and uh, started only pick and choosing the brand which are adding values to themselves and maybe to the market or else uh, random celebrity endorsements have also stopped. But when it comes to offline piece, what we have seen is that A plus celebs have been working well because uh, there is no other, uh, you know, educational uh, thing which is going around. It is only the face value because, you know, on sure. offline, it's more to do with the posters and the danglers rather than maybe any other activity, which in terms of e-commerce or maybe uh, digital would add wherein they can at least educate the product, what is it about, and they can do a lot many things which they have restricted restrictions in terms of offline. So yes, uh, A plus celebs uh, still drive the market and uh, the offline and the overall uh, education piece, uh, what I feel it's a boon for the overall industry is that uh, because of the education piece which is done online, you have that ripple in offline because you don't need to uh, the, the maybe a advisor on the store or maybe any uh, salesman do not have to explain the product much they know and they now pick the consumer pick the product by themselves rather than a store owner or maybe a beauty advisor recommending them recommending them because they have already seen it online interesting yeah uh, this was quite a class in understanding of how you've created this beautiful world of you know uh, amazing homegrown brands and which have gone you know taken international uh, place internationally but tell me beardo rene villain uh, and i know you have lot more plans uh, you guys have i'm assuming have achieved your some amount of basic financial goals and this is to individually both of you the same question where do you see yourself like what now like what next now what are your aspirations from individually uh, business wise and individually priyank you want to start what we absolutely feel is that in the number, it's, it's all about uh, the number in the bank. It does not uh, work really well on that front. But what we personally feel is that it's about creating value. When we speak of value, it's the brand value that we speak of. Now, we always feel that we want to do multiple things. And that is the reason now uh, the brands that we cannot do it by ourselves, we've started investing in the, in the brands. And that is what uh, helping us... Uh, or maybe keeping us in the race uh, alive. That's that's uh, the best part that we can do with the funds that we have. The rest, what we see is that if in case it creates value for us, it's better. Rest, uh, money does not excite anymore. <laughs> Interesting. So what, what do you aspire to now individually? Like considering you maybe have achieved the first step of your career, uh, first aspirational goal of your career. For you individually, what makes makes a difference now? Up, 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 yeah. 
Okay, Ashutosh. Yeah, why not Ashutosh first? Okay. So, I think I'll, I'll, I fully agree with Priyan, right? After a certain amount of money, right? Money is was never our, our primary driver. It was definitely one of the most important drivers, but sure. it was never our primary driver, right? Our driver was to create something of ourselves for which we are known for, right? Making a difference into the industry, making a difference into the category that we are playing in. I think that means a lot to us. After a certain amount of time, like like Priyank said, it's just a number in the bank which which does not really matter a lot as much, right? Because yeah. people, because most of the times, even if we have enough money, we we don't have enough time to spend it because we want Absolutely. we are still working towards what we want to achieve, which is much greater than just a little bit of money here and there, right? Sure. So I think that is that is not ever been our focus. But once again, I mean, all these statements only come from people who already have money, right? So I think I'm yeah. not uh, we are not the fair people to say that money does not matter. It does absolutely. Yeah. But after a certain point of time, I think that zeal of uh, of doing something that uh, that um, um, I think that tribe, right? That that instinct changes into now achieving even greater things, where sure. money is now absolutely out of the picture. So, it is more to do. So my question is, what is that greater thing? Because I know, see, a certain X number of X amount of money in your in both of your bank account is done. Apne brand create kali, apne category create kar diya. But up, what gives you happiness? Because it's a it's a very philosophical question. But now, what give what will give you happiness, and what do you look forward to doing? So, now? so let's say we we have conquered a smaller battle. Sure. Where the market was smaller. Um, now we are here to conquer, uh, come win, conquer in a much larger market. In a bigger battle, um, we have created a national brand. Now, also while we are doing this, we also want to create an international brand, right? Sure. And that is what there has to be a brand out of India which the whole world looks upon, right? And we feel that is our next uh, goal for for ourselves is to create a brand where where the tables turn and where people from the Western countries come and want to buy this particular name rather than the other way around, which has been happening for the past few decades, right? And sure. I think that is our goal and that is what will make us proud, right? And I think this is what we are looking. That is our ultimate goal, for sure. On a perspective level, when brand uh, would follow us, I think that would be the next uh, battle one is what we feel in terms of uh, the perceived value. Like he said, uh, like Ashutosh mentioned that, uh, you know, looking up or maybe building an international brand is what we perceive or maybe getting into every household kind of brand is what also we perceive rather than putting into maybe a money or a other monetary value. Rather, why not get into uh, each and every household? I think that should be a next big thing that we should uh, try and uh, build for ourselves. Yeah. I'm into that. To that. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you guys are definitely going to do that. Uh, thank you so much for today's conversation. It was almost a lot of deja vu for me because uh, uh, for for a, for a lot of people who don't know, uh, when I st- first started my entrepreneurship, and I called, I remember calling Ashutosh, and I said, "Listen, I am, you know, I'm be- be- going to become an entrepreneur." He said, "Acha chal, pata kya karna?" And I was like, "Oh my God! If I ever become big, or if I ever succeed in whatever I do, I think this is how I want to be, you know, for people around me." So thank you, Ashutosh, for that that call one day, and you know, it, it meant meant so much to me. No, no, it is it is a pleasure. I think this is what we do, right? We and Priyank as a team together. Also, we always come together, try to uh, not only put money in startups, but actually back up these 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 kind of entrepreneurs, these new age promoters. And give them the confidence that they need to, you know, make their businesses bigger, right? And yeah. that is what we want to do now. And I think that is also one of the additional part of our goals to empower sure. more, more and more entrepreneurs, right? 
I am sure. I think you're already doing that. I know I can't say this on on record, but I know you're already doing that. So more power to you guys, and thank you so much for giving me time together. I know it was very very difficult for you to like you know between so many things that you guys are doing. It really means a lot, and I am sure a lot of people who will be listening to this will really really learn from this conversation. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you, you Ashutosh. Thank you, Priyank. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then do follow me on social media for more updates and short format content. You can search me by the name Anshu Patni Singhi on Instagram and on Twitter. If you have suggestions, please write to me or message me on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be back the next week.